0: what is up everyone today's episode is all about your instagram profile because guess what your profile it's the gateway for you to getting more followers more engagement and signing a ton more clients Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my last vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. All right, we're talking Instagram, profiles today um, because the gateway to you getting more followers, more engagement, signing a ton more clients is your Instagram profile, which your Instagram profile includes your bio and your content because think about this for a second. Before anyone ever becomes a paying client of yours, they need to learn to trust you. They need to be able to look at you and go, yep, that coach there or you there." You're someone that I can trust that's going to be able to help me solve my problem, yeah? And before they come a paying client, well they need to build that trust and the trust comes through them consuming your content. And the only way they're really going to be able to consume your content consistently is by following you, yeah? And the step before following you is they land on your profile for the first time and discover you and they've got to make the actual take the action to push the follow button. So what I want to do is a quick episode today to talk about a few things that you need to have set up on your profile, which is going to capture more followers. Um, when it comes to your Instagram profile, it's like your profile is like a, um, a shop front. So remember back in the day when you know we didn't everything we didn't everything we bought wasn't online, right? So Amazon wasn't around, type thing, and. We used to get off our ass and go shopping. So <laughs> we used to go to the shopping centre, or we used to go and um, walk down Chapel Street if you're from Australia in Melbourne. Um, if you're from overseas, maybe you went to the mall. Um, but we would go shopping, right? We're like, okay, well, I'm going to have it Saturday. I'm going to go shopping. And um, you know, usually, especially for guys, I know this from my experience. Guys know what they want. They're kind of like, yep, I'll get like that. I'll get that. Get that. Um, uh, the women usually will say, okay, maybe I want to uh, get some new shoes, but, um, they end up coming back with five items that was completely unintentional, right? (laughs) So sometimes it happens with the guys as well, but whatever it is, you have your plan. Maybe you don't have a plan. Maybe you just want to go for a shop or maybe you're like, Hey, I'm going out there to get um, this item, this item, this item. So I'm talking about back in those days when you actually shopped, physically got out there in the world and shopped. So. I really want you to think about how you felt. Imagine wherever you used to shop, and maybe you still do shop, right? But um, for me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna picture myself walking down Chapel Street, but um, wherever you was like kind of your favorite uh, shopping center or mall or whatever it was, picture yourself walking through there and your behavior. Now, there's shops that you know and trust and have bought from before okay so you know what you're probably going to get of course there's new um, items and new ranges and things like that but you'd have a general idea what you're going to get when you walk into a shop where you've been and bought there before what I'm referring to though is I want you to, exp- to think back to the how you felt when you come across a shop that you haven't been in or heard of for the first time that's what's really important to get here because those feelings of you discovering a shop for the first time are the same feelings that someone has when they discover your Instagram profile for the first time. So you know the key to marketing and sales is not just like, oh, well that person, that coach there's telling me to follow this strategy and everything like that. In order to really embody a strategy, you have to get into the mind of your target market. So that's what I want you to do here. So picture yourself as you're walking through the shopping center, the mall, down your your street or whatever, you come across a shop for the first time. Now, what do you do? Well, I'll tell you what you don't do is you don't just walk in there and uh, straight away and go, yep, boom. You kind of like suss it out a little bit. What you do is you look in the front window and you kind of look at their mannequins and what they've got on. And if you're liking what you see in the front window... Then you go, okay, I kind of like this stuff. That seems pretty cool. But then what you do is you don't actually walk in the door. You kind of do like a little peek inside the shop. It's kind of like a two-step process. You don't just walk into a new shop that you never heard of. First, you look in the, the front window. If that kind of satisfies you, you then have a quick peek inside Yeah, and you look down the hallway and you're like, okay, who's working there? Who's in there? What stuff have they got on the shelves? How you know, how big's the shop? That's the second step. Then if you're okay with that, and only when you're okay with those two things, that's when you actually walk in. Now when it comes to a shop, they can't make sales unless they get customers walking in the door. Okay? And it's the same thing for your Instagram profile. You're not gonna get clients unless you get people to follow you, right? We're, t- we're metaphorically speaking with a shop, okay? If you haven't catch on yet. Um, so what those two steps, now the same thing happens when someone comes across your profile for the first time. What they do is they look at your bio, yeah, the, the, the top little section of your profile, which is the same as looking in the shop window. Now, if your bio kind of goes, yeah, I'm satisfied with the bio, then they'll move down to the top of your content, which is almost like with the shop peeking in through the hallway. When you've got those two areas ticked, that is when someone will push follow, but you need those two areas ticked. So that's what I wanna talk about in this episode is the three, we need to do three things in particular on our Instagram profile, which is going to attract more followers, which is going to convert more followers from people that land on your profile and discover your profile for the first time. Now, when I say people, by the way, um, you know, it's pointless, and I'm sure you heard this, but it's completely pointless getting followers that are never gonna buy from you, yeah? We wanna attract our target market. We don't want to attract random people that live in foreign countries that are never, ever going to buy from us, that make our following um, our following count look high, but they're never, ever going to buy from us. It's a waste of time. We want to attract our target market. Think about that, um, you know, a shop front. Say it's a women's lingerie shop, and let's just say that, you know, I don't have a wife and I don't have a girlfriend or anything like that. Me walking into a women's lingerie shop is I'm not going to buy anything, right? <laughs> Unless I'm like a dude that wears women's lingerie, but I don't. Just so, just so you know, I don't wear any women's lingerie. I wear dudes' boxes. So, me walking into a women's lingerie shop, I'm not going to buy anything. It's a, it's a waste for me to go in there. So, you know, that shop trying to market or target me is a waste of their time, their energy, their money. And it's the same thing for you attracting followers. They're never going to buy from you. So when I say like attracting people, I'm meaning your target market. So when it comes to growing your following and increasing your engagement, there's three things that we wanna do when it comes to our Instagram profile. The first thing is very clearly explaining who you help because when someone lands on your profile for the first time, the first question they ask themselves because they ask themselves three questions. Yeah, someone who's brand new discovers your profile for the first time, they ask themselves three questions, and every single question needs to get a yes before they push follow. Now they don't physically, consciously ask them, ask themselves these questions. It happens automatically, unconsciously, very quickly in a matter of seconds. But I'm gonna tell you exactly what they ask themselves, and you need to know this. The first question that your target market asks themselves when they land on your profile is does this person help me- people just like me who are struggling with the same problem I have? That's what they ask themselves. They look, at, they look at your bio and if you don't clearly explain that you help people just like them, then they will move on to the next profile and they're not going to um, follow you. So, in our bio, we want to clearly explain who we help, right? Which is, number one, who specifically we help. And we want to be as specific as possible and avoid being general, okay? And what I tend to see sometimes is people um, using things like, um, as opposed to I help women, they'll say things like, I help... um, I help motivated women, or I help driven women, or I help, um, I don't know, something like that. Now when there's no, you don't wanna use little words like motivated and driven and everything like that. You need to use labels that people clearly identify with, okay, that they clearly identify with. So, you know, driven, That's a like, that's kind of like a subjective term. Like you could say that I'm driven, but then someone who's massively like the most driven person in the world looks at me and goes, man, Luke's not driven, man. I'm driven. Um, So it's kind of like driven and motivated and uh, inspiring, that type of thing. That's like a subjective term which you shouldn't use the easier way to do it and the right way of doing it is using clear labels that everyone identifies with. So for example, male, female, um, doctor, uh, policewoman, um, accountant, business owner. Now it's very clear. Hey, are you an accountant or are you not an accountant? Yeah, I'm an accountant. No, I'm not an accountant. Um, are you a doctor or not a doctor? Yes, I'm a doctor. No, I'm not a doctor. Are you driven or are you not driven? Oh, I guess so. See how the difference is there? You want to be able to have people when they land on your profile go 100% that's me. Yes, that's me. Or no, that's not me. And getting back to the driven thing, you know, well, I could be driven um, sometimes, but then other times I'm not. So if you don't be able, to, if you can't get people to be able to clearly identify and go, yep, that's me, or no, that's not me, it means you're being a little bit too airy fairy with the terms. So that's the first thing. Who specifically you help? Number two is what specific result transformation that you provide them. They're the two things. So you know the simple thing is that I help this specific groups of people get this. Yeah. So I help them get what they want. So clearly explain who you help and what you're going to help with. I just want to quickly jump in and talk about a program of ours called The Leading Coach, which helps coaches grow a a six-figure-a-year business organically. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making on average between 0 and $5,000 a month and you want to learn how to get more clients and take your business to the next level and you've been following us for a little bit and you just love our style and our approach and what we're all about, then right now you can join the waiting list to The Leading Coach. Now, We only open up enrollments to TLC a few times a year. So um, by joining the waiting list, basically you'll be put on a notification list and be notified of when we open the doors next. And you'll also be one of the first that gets access to the leading coach program page, which includes all the details about what's in it, what it includes and all the information so you can make a decision um, about whether the program is exactly what you need or not. Uh, So the link to join the waiting list is lukepage.com.au forward slash TLC. I'll also pop that link in the show notes as well. So anyway, let's get back to the episode. I would recommend the earliest stage of business that you're in is the more I recommend to niche down. Um, And the reason for this is there's just so much competition now. There is so much competition, and this is the truth and the fact: is if you're early on in your business and maybe your coaching career, um, you're gonna be compared. That's just that's just a fact, yeah. So if someone comes across your profile, and let's just say that you are like, oh, well, I help uh, people grow their business, and you just kind of started out and everything like that. People are already following, you know, household names. They're already following the best business minds and owners in the world, right? So again, they're not going to do it consciously, but they're going to do this unconsciously. They're going to go, okay, why would I follow this person when I'm already following the absolute top business owners in the world? So what happens is when you be broad, when you say broad, is you're competing against all these apps, you're competing all the people right at the top, yeah. Now when you get really, really niche and specific, what happens is that your competition goes from really wide and massive to smaller and smaller and less competition, less competition, and um, you're more likely to get attention and people want to follow you when you're in a market that just doesn't have a whole lot of competition. So my, that's my recommendation, and a common mistake that I see with coaches is um, using in their bio, using slang and not so common words in their bio because they want to make themselves stand out and be different. Now, when it comes to the language that you're using in the bio, make sure you keep it clear and simple. What you want to do is you want to let your content show that you're different because the last thing is if you have something in your bio, you're using all these fancy language and these slang terms and these nicknames that you've made up, um, most likely what will happen is that someone discovers your profile the first time, they don't know you, they've never met you, they haven't had the time to learn your lingo and language, so they won't understand exactly what you mean, and if soon as you confuse someone, you're going to lose someone, and that's a, just a marketing rule, if you confuse them, you lose them. Alright, so that's the first one, is you've got to clearly explain in your bio who you help, very clearly and simply. Number two is you've got to have evidence that you're an expert because the next question, if, they, if you get past that first one, which is, okay, they come to your profile and they're like, yep, this person helps people just like me. The second one thing they're going to look for is that, okay, is this person a co- uh, an, an expert? And they're going to ask them, is this coach or whatever it is, are they an expert? Um, and look, if you've got a larger following, That's usually one thing that they look for. Yeah, they're kind of like, oh, this person's got a decent amount of followers. So I guess that's a a little bit of evidence that they could be um, an expert of some degree, to some degree. But um, if your following's a little bit smaller, it can be a good idea to include things in your bio, things like how long you've been coaching. Like I've got, um, what do I got? I've got about 4,000 followers. So, um, you know, if I had, um, I remember when I had really like a low amount of followers when I was kind of just starting out, um, even though I was just starting out on Instagram, I've been coaching for a long time. So what I put in my bio is I had been coaching for like 10 years or something like that when I first started this business. So you can insert into your bio, you know, how long you've been coaching for, if it's been a long time, you can type in things like, um, you know, how many clients, if you've, if you've coached a lot of clients in your time. You can you can mention that, um, and you just want to include any sort of evidence that shows that you've got experience. Now, one thing is, if you've started this new coaching business, and um, sometimes what happens is people come from a career that overlaps into coaching. So just because you've just started your coaching business doesn't mean you can't, um, like you can't uh, use the your your career experience and I'll, I'll give you an example in my um, my one of my previous jobs um, I was a sales coach I was kind of like a sales and peak performance coach so like technically I haven't been business coaching for because I have in my bio. That I've been coaching for 13 or 14 years I haven't been business coaching for um, 14 years But I've got in there, I've been coaching for 14 years because it's true, right? Because prior to me being a business coach and helping out coaches, I was helping um, people with sales and peak performance and mindset and everything like that. So that's one thing that you can do if you've been in a career that kind of overlaps to uh, your coaching business. Um, And I had one thing to say there where I was gonna, what was I gonna mention? How many clients you've served or any sort of evidence. Um, Oh, that's what I was gonna mention. I remember like I I was, this is years ago, I was listening to a podcast and I can't remember the lady's name, but what she used to do is that, um, I used to follow her podcast and um, she used to work for Gary Vee and she would basically, she had also just started her coaching business but she had a, you know, really, you know, she's she was really awesome at what she did. She'd come from working for Gary Vee, and what she used to say is that, hey, my name's blah blah blah. You know, I have, um, I have, I have something like sold or worked with, um, what was it? Something to do with the amount of money that she's made for her clients. I've made over, you know, twenty million dollars for my clients. Now, she hasn't done that in a coaching business, but she'd done it in her previous career. So that's an example of how you can, if you've got a previous career that kind of overlaps with your coaching business, you can use that. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it, right? Um, if you, you can't straight out lie, but if it's a, it's a, if it's a fact, if you've done that in the past and it overlaps, 100% you can use this stuff because what that does is it shows the audience that you're an expert. Um, now, if you are kind of like new to coaching, um, so you're starting your business, it's new, and you're even new as a coach yourself, and you don't have a career that kind of overlaps with coaching, this is really new to you, then that's okay. What we wanna do is we wanna show that you're an expert in your content, which we're gonna get to in a, in a minute. Um, so the, where are we? Last question. All right, so the last one is the last question that someone asks themselves when they land on your profile for the first time is, does this person offer something different to everyone else that I already follow? So we need to give them examples of how we're different. You know, everyone's already following enough people. (laughs) Everyone has already got enough people to follow. They don't need another person to follow. And I know that you want them to follow you, but it's like they've already got enough followers. So you've got to actually give them a compelling reason to follow you. They've already got enough people and coaches and leaders and business owners and thought thought leaders and spiritual people and everyone like that. They've already got enough of that in their newsfeed. Um, you know, they feel suffocated. So they don't want and they don't need another person to follow um, so you've got to like get past this barrier that's that's happening. Um, it, you know, it's, it's not like five, ten years ago when they're like, you know, I'm, I'm looking for people to follow. It's the, not the case anymore. People aren't looking for more people to follow. So you got to give them a compelling reason. And um, one thing we need to do which is really important is that we need to show them that, hey, we're different to everyone else because that is the thing. Thing that's gonna go, yep, I'm walking in this shop now. And that's the thing that's gonna go bang and tip mode the age and get them to push follow. So what I want you to do with this is you can now on Instagram, as I'm recording this, you can pin posts to the top of your page. Now you can pin up to three posts. So I want you to go throughout your content, look throughout your content and pin your top two to three posts that include... These three things. It's got to be a post that, one, number one, you got to pin a post that provides awesome value that obviously relates to what you do. I don't want like awesome value that's like random things. So for example, if you're selling um, a program that helps um, people lose weight, I'm just going to use the, the fitness example. I don't want you pinning a post that gives them value like, oh, here's how to clean your house. Yeah, it's an awesome, it might be an awesome post that gives heaps of value, but it's got nothing that's related to what you're selling. It has to be something related to what you're selling, right? So pin a post that gives awesome value where the, um, your target market can quickly and easily follow it and get a quick win in their life. This is so important. Is that when someone, you can give someone some tips and they can quickly make changes in their life and get a quick win, that does such a big job on in their eyes for building trust that you're a legend so that's the first post that i want you to pin something of high value that someone your target market can quickly follow make a quick change in their life and get a quick win the second thing is that there needs to be a post that represents who you are and what you stand for who you are and what you stand for so in this post i want you to be showing your personality here um, this might be easy for you. This might not be easy for you. Um, and I'm just going to quickly talk about this personality thing for a second. If you don't let your personality out, especially now in growing your business, you can forget about growing a wildly successful business. Because the majority of coaches are basically playing safe. They're standing on this. They're what's that sort of thing? Standing on the fence. Sitting on the fence. They're sitting on the fence. They're sta- you know these are these are you know they're standing on the fence. We've got some you know coaches are very talented. They're standing on the bloody fence. They're playing it safe. They're holding back their true personality. Now, I mean, this is not just coaches. This is everyone in life. We want to be liked. Yeah, we want to be loved by as many people as possible. So what we do is we, um, we hold back from really sharing who we truly are and expressing what we truly feel. But you've got to let this go. You have to let this go. Otherwise, you're really going to struggle. Because there's just too much competition now, yeah? So if you're in a niche right now and there are other coaches selling the same thing and they're in the same niche, unless you can show your true personality and be willing to get off the bloody fence and in the process probably lose followers and maybe get some haters because that's just what happens, um, you're going to really struggle to stand out. So you got to show your true personality and... Uh, A post that represents who you are and some important things that you stand for. So I'm going to give you an example. Um, I did a post and one of my posts I've pinned to the top of my um, profile at the time of recording this. I don't know when you're going to listen this back. I might change it. But I pinned a post of um, basically me popping a bottle of champagne and spraying it everywhere and it's basically saying that hey, our last quarter was the one of the worst quarters that we've had in sales in, you know, it was the worst quarter of sales that we've had in like one and a half years. Now, basically what I'm doing in that post and what I want new people that comes to my Instagram profile, what I want them to know is that, hey, you're going to get realness from me, Yeah. I'm not gonna be someone who just sits there and pretends and only shares my wins and celebrations. I'm gonna show you when I fail and when I struggle and people are gonna relate to that. I know people relate to that, why? Because everyone fails and struggles more than they win and succeed. That's the truth. So I know in my industry, most coaches in my niche only share the wins and the successes and what they tend to do is that when they're going through struggles and challenges, they tend to hide it when they come out the other side, that's only when they reveal it, yeah? But I'm basically saying, hey, as I go through things, you're gonna get honesty, you're gonna say that I'm gonna share that, hey, things are tough in my relationship with my wife. Things are, you know, I tried this in my business and it didn't work. Uh, yeah, I haven't been feeling great as well. And of course, still sharing wins and celebrations and things like that, but you're getting everything from me. And that's one thing that I stand for. I really wanna put the message out there to coaches that, hey, building a coaching business is everything, yeah? And you need to be able to share you know, when things aren't going good for you as opposed to hiding it, which we're kind of taught. So that message there is really important to me and that really is a key thing that makes me different to a lot of um, other coaches in my niche. So I highlight that, right? So that's PIN. So that's like an example of, what I'm, when, I, when I say a post that represents who you are and what you stand for, that's an example there. Then the last thing is a post that demonstrates how you do things differently to the majority of others in your niche. How you do things differently to the majority of others in your niche. Um, now, I did say you only need to post. I'm um, sorry, pin two to three posts because, you know, possibly in one post you 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 might be able to you know represent who you are and what you stand for, and also demonstrate how you do things differently in the majority. So that's why I've said you know pin two to three. Um, but just they're the three things: is that one post that provides awesome value, another post that um, you represent it shows represent who you are and what you stand for. And then another post that demonstrates how you do things differently to the majority in your niche. Now, I would recommend that um, you check over your Instagram profile. This is one thing that I do every three months is I look over my Instagram profile and I just make sure that these three things are kind of up to date with where I'm at. Because what happens is as we grow and as you grow, as a business owner, as a human, as a coach, um, your business will evolve, your language will evolve. So what's important is that you keep your Instagram profile updated to how you view the world because you've got a different perception, right? Think about it, if you've grown over the past three months, you now have a different perspective on uh, the life, business, the world, everything like that than you did three months previously. And if you've set up your Instagram profile um, using certain language, putting certain things in there, pinning certain posts three months ago, but now you've grown, you need to continually revisit your profile to make sure it's up to date with where you're at in your life. Cool? So every three months is look over it, make sure, okay, number one, am I very clearly explaining who I help right now? Number two is, am I providing evidence that I'm an expert? Do I need to change things? Do I need to tweak it? Number three, am I giving an up-to-date example of how I'm different to everyone else right now? So they're the three things that you really need to concentrate and focus on so um, you can get more followers. And when you're going to get more followers, right, it's going to help you get more engagement. And when you get more engagement, more people are going to see your posts and your posts are going to be pushed out to more people, which is going to help you spread and get more reach across the world, which will then get you more followers, which will then get you even more engagement. And obviously, um, more clients are going to be feeding through this thing. So it's really, really important that the end game is, yeah, you're getting clients, selling your programs, making money. Um, But it kind of starts with setting this Instagram profile up to like the most optimal level. Now, if you're needing any further help with your profile, very exciting news, I'm now offering a new service, which is Instagram audits. So if you're unsure of... Exactly what you, sh- you need to be saying in your bio and you're a little bit unsure with your content, maybe you're struggling with engagement, then if you would like me to personally take a look at your Instagram profile and record a seven to 12 minute video, giving you feedback on exactly what you need to be doing, saying and changing, um, which is gonna help you get more followers and increase engagement, then all you gotta do is head to um, www.go facebook.lukepage.com.au forward slash Instagram underscore audit. Uh, I'm going to pop that link in the show notes because I know that's a little bit of a long one. Um, and right now, as a point of me, you know, recording this, which is the 23rd of August, I'm actually running a like a 50% off launch special for this new service. Um, so you might be able to so you head over there now and check it out. You might be still be able to catch that. Um, whether you do or you don't the prices are very reasonable right so head over to that I'm going to put that link in the show notes again but just in case you've got a pen maybe you've got your phone in front of you go.lukepage.com.au forward slash Instagram underscore audit hey there hope you enjoyed this week's episode make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks And if you've enjoyed the the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page.